Oh, you boys, they my brothers, they my friends. Yeah. I let Coach Sumlin, yeah. I let the stoop. The entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money, and all we wanted to do was have pouty expressions on our face. Hello and welcome to the Around the 12 podcast. My name is Tanner Price and I am here with my co-host Greg Hockert. Greg, um, was it bad timing for us last week? We recorded an episode about fast food and then by the time it dropped, we had another member uh, in the Big 12. What what in the world were we thinking? Uh, that's the disadvantage of, I think, recording a few days before posting, I would say. But I mean, it's okay. Here we are, better late than never, right? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I meant to talk to you about this uh, before we started recording, but now all of our listeners will know. Um, I think that let's say in the case that we get a Arizona joining the Big 12, um, we should do an emergency pod, even if it's just 10 minutes. I think that that would be that would be good for us to be able to at least recognize like, hey, something happened. Uh, we don't really just care about only fast food restaurants and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you yeah if you have been listening um even just in the last like couple of months uh you know how big we are on realignment and just talking about it as a whole not even from the big 12 um but from you know the national landscape so this is a huge deal you know the first realignment news since usc and ucla a year ago so big big stuff a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors finally came true. Um, and once once uh, Colorado officially uh, decided to leave the Pac-12, there's been a lot more rumors, <laughs> a lot. Um, that's uh, that's which, how it works. First domino. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so Thursday night, steam really started picking up. And Friday morning, uh, it was official Colorado was moving back to the Big 12, which personally, I'm very excited about that. As most of our listeners know, I'm originally from Colorado. Uh, Colorado was the first college athletics program I followed in depth. And so I'm just I'm really excited to have them back home where they belong. Now, I've heard a lot of uh, I've been listening to a lot of Denver podcasts and they've been talking about maybe this isn't the last stop for Colorado, but um, for now I'm really excited and whether or not they move in the coming years to maybe try to join the big 10, uh, we'll see about that, but I'm really excited. Greg, what are your initial reactions to the move? I'm pumped. I think that, I think that an important thing to recognize is that there is a bit of a nostalgia factor for me, uh, similar to you in that, you know, Colorado was, a founding member of the big eight conference. And so they have deep roots. They have deep big 12 roots. And I think, and you know, maybe we can get more into this later, but I think that their move to the PAC 12, you know, 12, 13 years ago, I think that really has ultimately come to hurt them. Um, And they are now finally getting some positive momentum back in the football program. Uh, And it just happens to coincide with the summer of, all of the realignment drama. I mean, we've had realignment drama for the last couple of years now, but um, this summer more than ever, it's it's really picked up. So I'm thrilled. I think they're going to be a great addition to the conference. Maybe not an, an immediate on-field impact, but I think that 
um, from a from the standpoint of Big 12 versus Pac-12, survival of the fittest, even throwing the ACC in there, all three of those conferences are kind of vying for that. Number three, third, third strongest conference behind the SEC and the Big 10. I think this is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. Some people, some people might be asking, some Big 12 fans might be asking, why, why is this good for the conference? They since they moved to the Pac-12, they've been the worst football program. They have the lowest number of sports among Pac-12 members. They had the second lowest revenue in their time in the Pac-12. Why is this why is this good for the Big 12 outside of um outside of bringing Colorado back and nostalgia reasons. That I mean, it's a very fair question. I and I think if you aren't asking it, you should be because Colorado is not a premier no longer they were in the past. They are no longer a premier athletic program. Um really in and Tanner you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to say any sport I don't know if there's a a non you know uh, national televised sport that they excel in, but I know they haven't been that great at basketball. They've been to a few NCAA tournaments since they've been in the Pac-12, and then obviously football. We all know um, we all know what's happened there. But I would say so. It's good for a couple of reasons. One, you get a brand and an entire state kind of back into your conference. So. Colorado might not be like on field success wise have, you know, they, they might not be excelling or have excelled in the last decade plus, but you get a nationally recognized brand and you bring in a pretty large market in the Denver uh, Metroplex. It's the, it's the 16th biggest media market in the country. So it's a, it's a lot of eyeballs. And I think as we've already seen, um, Colorado is, in a sense, I don't think they'll ever get back to where they were, but they are a little bit of a sleeping giant. Um, maybe not to the level that, like, say, Nebraska is, but there is something there. Like, that program may be on life support, but there's something there, and it's very evident because after Deion Sanders got hired, I mean, the momentum, they've been they've been on fire, um, both in recruiting and just in, in uh, the media. Um, and we can talk about that later, but um, yeah, I mean, th- those would be my reasons. Um, and, and then the final reason uh, would just be y- the big 12. We took a program from the PAC 12, the PAC 12, many, many, you know, quotes, many people, including their commissioner saying like, that's not going to happen. Those are all rumors. It's a bunch of crap. There will be no PAC 12 school leaving for the big 12. And sure enough, it happened. So I think it's a huge first step and a potential uh, domino effect for the rest of that conference. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I have I have so many thoughts running through my head right now. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Also, like going off of that sleeping giant thing that you were just talking about there, Greg, um, how many, how many schools in the future Big 12, so not not including OU and Texas, have a national championship and a Heisman winner and multiple Heisman runner-ups. That's not many. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. CU won a championship in the night in 1990, uh, which I know <laughs> is going on what 33 years now, 34 years. Um, but still, there's there's not very many programs in the future Big 12 that can say that. So in a sense, they are a sleeping giant, but also um uh Boulder is not not like the rest of the Big 12. I'll just I'll just put it that way. Um, it's a very different climate, very different atmosphere um, to what the Big 12, the rest of the Big 12 uh, markets are. But I do believe that um, a lot of CU fans will rejoice in the fact that they're coming back to the Big 12 because they know, the CU diehards know, that people in the Big 12 care about their athletics. Whereas that cannot necessarily be said about any team in the Pac-12. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. Um, so I think let's go ahead and let's just break it down this way. So I kind of want to talk about it from a few different angles. Uh, so first, we'll just kind of break it down from the Big 12 angle, which we kind of already have posed a few of those questions as to like, what is Colorado's value? Was it a good move? Um, but we can kind of revisit those briefly and then talk about it from Colorado's perspective, at least you know what we think would have been Colorado's perspective. Um, and then we'll talk about the Pac-12's perspective. Even though we are a Big 12 podcast, I think we have to touch on the Pac-12 and then um, just what could happen going forward. So Tanner, from the Big 12's perspective, I think we we both are in agreement that this was a good move. Did you... Okay, so let, let me just break it down this way. So I guess the story was... Brett Yormark, the Big 12 commissioner, gave Colorado, they've been in negotiations for a long time. He gave Colorado a deadline of August 1st, which ironically is when we're recording this, Tuesday, August 1st. Um, Colorado had a deadline for George Klykoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, on when to present the media numbers. Well, George Klykoff never presented the media numbers, and so Colorado finally made the decision to... um, jump ship and go to the big 12. So from the big 12's angle, like I think Brett Yormark, excellent negotiator, like that was a solid, solid move. Yeah. Uh, just in relationships in general, giving ultimatums is probably not the best thing. Uh, but when you're making $30 million business decisions, ultimatums might work out sometimes. And for Brett Yormark and the rest of the big 12, they did. Um, Basically, one, telling CU by this date or it's not happening. And then by being able to leverage Fox and ESPN to give CU the full uh, TV amount, that that's a, that's a big deal um, because CU could have maybe in coming to the Big 12, they could have gotten a lesser of a deal because uh, they're joining a year late, um, a year after the TV deal begins. Um, so that, that's, a, that's a big deal for the big 12. Um, and basically to me, that shows to the rest of the schools that are thinking about leaving the pac 12, which we'll get to, um, that says, okay, you can trust us because we're going to take care of you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think it's interesting too, because, and obviously, you know, different schools require, I mean, certain schools have a price tag on them, right? Colorado probably would not have joined for like a half share for the first couple of years in the big 12, um, which, which 
I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Central Florida and Houston, I, I think a couple of our new additions are not getting the full split. Really? Of I did, the I did, that is news to me. I'm pretty sure that it, I at least saw that UCF isn't getting it, hmm. um, which I didn't know that either. I could be wrong on that. Um, I, I, I saw it on Twitter, which, as we know, is definitely not not uh, gospel for uh, sports information. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a big deal. They got the full, what is it? 31.5, 31.6 million. Um, which yeah, is, is a significant step up from anything they were going to get in the PAC 12, uh, contrary to, um, people on the West coast belief. Um, yeah. So I think we've pretty much, uh, I think we've pretty much talked through the big 12's perspective. Um, Brett Yarmark has been vocal in saying that 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 we're open for business. You know, that was a direct quote from last year's media days. Uh, wanting to expand, wanting to expand the Big Twelve's uh, footprint and different markets. Uh, and Colorado is ultimately the first domino. Um, so now let's talk about it from Colorado's angle. Uh, yeah, you had the you know kind of the ultimatum, like you mentioned. Um, George Klykoff didn't present the numbers. Uh, that was. The report said that was the final straw for Colorado. So, so they're fed up. They've had enough. They know what else is on the table. Uh, it's kind of like a take it or leave it type deal. I think they made the right decision. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about them as a football, like actual football, um, and, and and Deion Sanders. Like, are you excited to have that in the conference? Yes. That that's my reasoning. I I don't have a reasoning. I'm just excited. Um, Deion Sanders has the pull like nobody else in college football has. I would say I would venture as far as saying that there's a potential that he has more pull than Nick Saban. Like that he he is just a magnetic character. He brings people to him and he excel. He's he's just a people person. That's he's very confident in himself and his and his abilities, and that rubs off on the people that he's around. And I think that you can uh, see that in his last, what, two years at Jackson State. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good good deal for the Pac-12. Or, excuse me, Big 12. Whoa. Um, there's also just going to be a lot more eyeballs just in general. Not even CU fans, but just the national media. Um, other schools are going to be watching what happens with CU very closely to see if they can hire uh, former players who – might not be the best coaches, but Dion has been able to surround himself with uh, head coaches at other schools who have gone to see you to become coordinators and assistant coaches. So that's that's a big deal. I'm I'm really excited to see how this experiment goes. So you mentioned the eyeballs. They're two out of their first three games this year on national television. Yeah, against the national championship runner-ups and then against the old Big 12 foe, Nebraska. So I think that's a huge deal when you think about it um, from, so there's an interesting tweet that I wanted to just read through. Uh, and again, this is about a little bit of on-field stuff, but also mostly off-field stuff, just in the value that Colorado brings. So again, we've all acknowledged they're not, they haven't been good at football. They went one and 11 last season since football season has ended in December, January, they have hired Deion Sanders Colorado set a 700% spike in merchandise sales. 
a 722% growth of their Instagram followers. They sold out their spring game, and it was the only spring game to air on ESPN. They've already sold out two home games, and obviously they've now voted to rejoin the Big 12. So when you talk about positive momentum, that's not even mentioning recruiting. Like, they obviously, Deion Sanders is going to be able to recruit no matter what conference he's in. I mean, he was getting, he got the best corner in the nation, nation to go to Jackson State or Jacksonville State. So the conference might not really matter, but when you think about it from a long-term perspective, I think that recruits still do value geography. You know, TV contracts might not, but if you're a recruit, you know, unless you're this five-star hot shot that, you know, can go play anywhere, you know, if you're, if you're a solid three-star, you know, coming out of, you know, the DFW area, are you wanting to go play for a Colorado school that's going to go travel to California and Washington and and Oregon, or are you going to want to, you know, have a couple of games in your home state every year? I think that's something that a lot of people um, don't think about that post Deion Sanders, because I think it's, you know, if he's, if he has a lot of success at Colorado, I think he'll be gone. Um, I don't know when, but uh, just assuming I don't think Colorado will be his last stop. Uh, So post Deion Sanders, I think it still sets Colorado up in a really good spot to still be able to recruit at a higher level than they were prior to Dion. Yeah, the idea the idea behind moving to the Pac-12 for Colorado was to be able to recruit California, which failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, I when they were when they were recruiting out of Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, uh, um, they were even still recruiting out of California when they were in the big 12, like they, they will be able to stretch far and wide. And now I think, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast last week, but now with Deion Sanders, they, and being in the big 12, they can recruit Florida because there's UCF. Like, yeah, that's, that's Deion's home state. Like he'll be able to pull people out of there. Yeah, no, that, yeah, it's, I think recruiting in, you know, obviously uh, with Dion comes, you know, a lot of eyes, potential NIL money. I mean, Colorado is going to be set up just fine on the recruiting uh, landscape. I mean, assuming everything goes well coaching wise, I mean, give them two years and and they should, you know, they, they should be competing in the middle of the middle of the big 12. Yeah. Um, but okay. Let's touch on the Pac-12 a little bit. So Tanner, my first question to you, is the Pac-12 dead? Yes. Well, the Pac-12 as we know it. And I'll explain why I say it that way. Uh, the historic Pac-12, the conference of champions, uh, your two big dogs leave. Now, CU might not be considered a big dog. I wouldn't even consider them a big dog in the Pac-12. Uh, they leave. We're expecting other schools to leave to the Big 12. Um, the Pac-12 as we know it and have known it for a very long time is dead. Uh, there have been a lot of schools who have at least fi- filed paperwork to join the Pac-12, uh, including Rice, SMU, San Diego State, Colorado State, Boise State. Um, essentially, the entire Mountain West Conference has submitted paperwork to join the Pac-12. So I say I'm saying that the Pac-12 is dead as we know it because it will just be the Mountain West. Yeah, it's um, well, and I think a lot of those schools too. I know San Diego State they've got a pretty hefty buyout to get out of the mountain West. Hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, like it's, it's something that the PAC 12 right now doesn't have the, the leg room for. Uh, so it, I, I agree. I think, I think the PAC 12, as we know, it is dead. I think it's, we have to acknowledge. Um, and I feel like people have driven this point home, but I mean, I've been, I've been saying this since USC and UCLA left the PAC 12 had the big 12 dead in the water. I mean, the big 12 was struggling. Uh, every school was in, in a panic state. Uh, if the PAC 12 had thrown Texas tech, Oklahoma state, Kansas state, you know, even, even two to four of the, of the remaining big 12 school, if they had thrown them a life raft, be like, Hey, come out, join the PAC 12. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll create the, you know, another quote unquote super conference, get it to 16. Uh, those schools were jumping immediately jumping ship and the big trolls dead and there is no BYU. There's no UCF. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a dead conference may as well be the American. So the PAC trolls says, no, we're good. We don't need to expand. We're going to do a handshake deal with the big 10 and the ACC to form an alliance, which I think is probably going to become the biggest joke for the next, however many years in college football, uh, at least when you're talking conference realignment, because Less than a year after this so-called alliance happened, the Big Ten jumps in and steals, you know, steals, whatever you want to call it, uh, USC and UCLA. So the Pac-12 could have easily been in the Big 12's shoes. They were in the Big 12's, Big 12's shoes. They sh- chose not to act, um, and, and now they're paying the price. Uh, whereas Brett Yormark has been very active, um, very uh, – uh, just aggressive ultimately in um, in the conference realignment uh, landscape. So uh, yeah, that's, I think, yes. So, so to answer the question, yes, the PAC 12 is dead. I agree with you, Tanner, as we know it. Um, do you want to touch on the TV deal that the PAC 12 has been offered? Uh, the one that uh, Klykov finally brought to the table after over a year's worth of waiting. Yeah. So maybe by the time that the podcast drops and, I don't know. Greg and I could talk about releasing it earlier than normal, but we'll we'll see. Um, Apple TV Plus or whatever the heck it's called uh, has made an offer to the Pac-12 or Pac-9, <laughs> Pac-9, um, which is <laughs> kind of a joke if you ask me. But it's an offer. At least it's not the CW. Um, anyways, so. Apple has offered the Pac-12 a one-year, $20 million per school TV deal on a subscription-based platform, so Apple TV Plus, uh, that will cost $20 a subscription, additionally on top of your $6, $7 Apple TV Plus subscription. Um, and, and depending on the number of viewers that the Pac-12 gets this year, uh, that TV deal can be re-upped or just negated. Like Apple doesn't have to follow through next year because it's a one-year TV deal. Uh, Apple just wants to see how it'll work out. But twenty million dollars compared to the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve's thirty-one million dollar per school deal, and you're asking people to get another subscription to pay for another thing when they're already paying for ESPN and Fox and you can see it live on TV. If you have cable or if you have a smart TV, whatever it is, it's easy enough for people to just like turn on their TV and just go to the channel. 
when they have to like sign up for a new subscription, go to Apple TV plus there's plenty of people. I guarantee you, there are plenty of people. Now I want to be nice here who are, um, getting up in age, I'll say who do not know how to sign up for an Apple TV plus subscription who in their right minds thinks, thinks that this is a good idea. Like you're going to make people try to sign up for something that some people have no idea, no idea how to do or where it's located or what the heck it is. It's bad. Well, it's not a good idea. I think that's the, uh, and and I think most of the Pac-12 schools have, I mean, everything that that deal is concrete that has been reported on officially the reaction of the Pac-12 schools. These are all rumors. Um, but as you can expect, I think most of the rumors are pretty negative as to their reactions. Um, the one year part is the most interesting thing to me because if they were to go for this, they'd be right back in this exact same position, n- not even a year from now. And I think that's one of the reasons it is one of the reasons that Colorado joined the big 12 was, and this is what they quoted was stability. Like stability was a huge factor in Colorado joining the Big 12. And a, a one-year deal for a subscription service that nothing like this has ever been done in college football before. Um, I mean, the NFL, you know, experimented with it. With the They did Amazon Prime, right? They did a few Thursday night games on Prime. Um, but again, you're talking about the NFL. It has a much larger scope in terms of audience uh, and viewership. And then Amazon Prime is a little bit more established in terms of, uh, I, I, you know, I don't have numbers, but I, if I had to guess, I'd, I'd say Amazon Prime probably has more subscribers. Um, and you weren't having to pay an additional fee. That's the top, big deal. Like you could, or if you had a Prime subscription with which most people do, you know, you could watch the game. So uh, Colorado left uh, for stability was one of their biggest reasons. And this TV deal that the Pac-12 just got offered is anything but uh, stable. Um so yeah, I think um I think that going forward the school that's been rumored to have been closest to joining the Big 12 is Arizona out of the Pac-12. I love um, it. I there have been other it. names thrown in there. Uh, basically every single Pac-12 school uh, minus Washington uh, State and Oregon State and Stanford and Cal. Um Oregon and Washington, I think it's pretty well known that they want to be in the Big Ten. However, the Big Ten has come out and said they are putting a pause on expansion. They are good. And I don't think, I'm pretty sure this has been like reported by like actual sources, not just like people talking on Twitter. I don't think USC wants Oregon and Washington to join them. I think they want to be the lone school out there in the West um, and just kind of like, have well, you have UCLA, friend. you have UCLA with them. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. But I don't, I don't think they want Oregon out there. So I've, I've seen that Oregon and Washington, they, they talked about taking the big 10 has offered them like a, like kind of like what we talked about earlier, like a half share, um, which again, I think, I think a half share of the big 10 is going to be way better than what they're going to get in the pack 12. So maybe, that kind of forces their hand, but also if you're Oregon and Washington, you're two. You're the two biggest brands left in that conference, and you you know Oregon's not getting hung out to dry. 
And the in, in Washington's probably not either. Oregon is definitely not. They've got too much money. They've got too big of a brand. They're not going to end up in the Mountain West uh, or in a in a in a watered down Pac-12. I I think you have to give the Big 12 some consideration. Yep. Yeah, I uh I think that they would go to the Big 12. Um, personally, I would prefer the four, four corner schools. So Arizona, Arizona state, BYU, or excuse me, Utah, BYU is already in the conference. Um, there have been some, some other rumors that Utah hasn't been taking the big 12 phone calls, which I think is just hilarious. Um, but maybe with the releasing of the media deal, they might be picking up those phone calls now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I shoot, I'll take them all. I think, I think that if you're Brett, your mark, if you're the big 12, I think you've got, you definitely have the upper hand right now. Um, I don't think you want to take just any school. I think you want to take the best school. Um, and ultimately the best school out there right now, at least from the Pac-12 standpoint is, is Oregon. Uh, there's obviously a lot of rumors with, why why do you say that? I disagree with you. The so so many reasons. You have you have the success on the field, you have the brand, you have Nike. Oregon, if they were to come into the Big 12, instantly becomes let me think about this. Yeah, they become the most recognizable brand in, in the entire conference. And that okay. brand-wise, like yes. They the value that they would add is like to the level, not, not like doesn't fully replace, but I'm saying like it is comparable <laughs> to replacing OU and Texas. OU and Texas were irreplaceable, but adding Oregon and just like what they bring both on and off the field is, is at least in the same realm. That's, that's, that's understandable. I was thinking uh, Utah just because they've had the most success on the football field. Uh, recently, they've won two. They've won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. They've gone to the Rose Bowl twice. Granted, they have lost both both times in the Rose Bowl the last two years. But Utah's football revenue is just insane. It's been the top of the Pac-12 since they've joined. Like Utah, Utah's money revenue might not be. Uh, as big as Oregon, just because of the brand isn't as large, but you, I, I can say this because I live here now, but Utah fans and BYU fans for that matter are diehards. They care a lot. Not, not to say that Oregon fans don't, but I would, I would, and I, I, I agree with you that Oregon is about as close as you could get to replacing OU in Texas. That is 100% the truth. Um, I don't disagree with you there. But I would say on the field, I would take Utah over Oregon. I understand where you're coming from. I think the other thing that plays into that for me a little bit too is, and I mean, you mentioned it, there have been multiple reports about Utah not showing the Big 12 any interest. Um, And so from my perspective, I'm just like, I I don't think, I think Utah, you know, ironically has this holier than thou 
mindset that kind of the entire Pac-12 personifies. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Like if, if they don't want to be here, I don't want them. I also think BYU would have an issue with them being here. I've seen stuff about that. I don't think Utah wants to be in the same conference as BYU either. Um, I think it'd be great to have that rivalry. Um, I mean, you, I will give you this. If Utah were to join over Oregon, you definitely get a better rivalry in, in Utah and BYU. Oregon doesn't really have any natural rivals um, in the existing, in the current Big 12. Um, so I, I see where you're coming from. I still take Oregon, um, but I think there would be a lot of risk with that too because um, when and if the Big 10 did get ready to expand, I, I mean, who's to say they can't come nab Oregon from the Big 12? I mean, Brett Yormark could make the contracts to where yeah, it'd be a hefty price to, 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 to get Oregon. Um, he certainly could do that, but uh, the big 10, if, if any conference can, can pay for that. So um, I, I mean, I think you got to take what you can get right now. Um, I don't know if, if Oregon's even on the market, I really don't. Uh, one would have to assume they are, but uh, right now it's, it's Arizona. So neither Utah nor Oregon it's, it's Arizona is what people are which, talking about. And which I'd still I'm, take it. I'm, I'm very okay with. With with Arizona, you know what that does? It doesn't necessarily booster the the Big Twelve football hierarchy uh, or stance at all, but it it definitely solidifies the Big Twelve as the best basketball conference in the country. There is there is no doubt about that. You already got Houston coming in, you got Cincinnati coming in, and then you add in. Arizona, who is traditionally a blue blood, I would, I would say most people think of them as a as a blue blood. I mean, come on, that that basketball conference would be ridiculous. I think it also puts the dagger in the Pac-12. I don't think there's any coming back from it, you know it, whether it be. I mean, definitely Oregon, but Oregon, Utah, even Arizona. Um, there's no coming back from. I mean, if you're left with eight teams. Um, and, and again, I get that's where the Big 12 was. That's um, what I was going to say. A, just, a year ago. Yeah. But if you're left with those eight teams with the TV deal you currently have on the plate um, and you know for a fact that you have Oregon and Washington ready to bolt at any moment. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that the, I'm sure these TV guys know that, too. It's not something that I think you can come back from. Uh, I mean, like you can add a, a San Diego State and SMU a Tulane. Um, but you're looking at a watered down version of, of what was already there. Um, and again, you can make the same argument about the big 12. I get it. Losing OU in Texas is still no joke. I'm still upset about it. I wish they weren't leaving, but the big 12 has done the best possible job to replace OU in Texas. They've done what they've could. They've reestablished themselves as a power five conference. And now they're honestly, in my opinion, they're like in firm third place. Uh, the ACC's got a bunch of turmoil right now, too. None of those schools are happy. Like, UCF is getting more TV revenue than Florida freaking State and Miami. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. fantastic. That's fantastic. And you know that has to be making them so mad. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Well, I do love me some Big 12, some Big 12 athletics, some Big 12 academics, too. We can't forget about that. These guys are student athletes. They came to play. <laughs> Sports. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, I, I would say, I would say this conference uh, 
in terms of valuing academics, it, it might not be up there with the rest of the country. But you know what? It 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 make it doesn't make us snobby like uh, maybe some other conferences out there. So I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. We're we're a humble group over here in the <laughs> in the in flyover country. Although it's not flyover oh, country anymore. I don't. Colorado and Utah are not flyover states. Neither is Florida. That's true. Neither That's is true. Arizona. I That's mean, a fact. I people, am yeah. so excited. I am no, so so excited. It's no longer the truck stop conference now. We're, uh, <laughs> it's, we're, we're oh, getting man. some, uh, we're adding some real, uh, real big cities in there. No yep. offense to Stillwater, Manhattan, and Lubbock. I love all, no, maybe not love all three of those places. I <laughs> love Stillwater. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Boulder, uh, like you mentioned earlier, Tanner, I mean, that's going to be a great, just like a great Big 12 road game, you know, in October. In Colorado, that's good. that's just going to be. Oh, fantastic. the weather's going to be perfect, nestled right up there against the mountains. Oh my goodness! All right, Greg, do you have anything else you would like to share with the listeners? And I, I don't think so. If you're not, uh, well, the only thing I will say, if you're not already following us on Twitter, please do. We are uh, we're, we're being we're more active, active on Twitter. We're getting active. Uh, if you would like to uh, debate respectfully, Tanner or I. And with any of our any of our opinions, and we tweet them out every now and then, but um, uh, do it. We, we we love the interaction. Um, and we need more of it. We need more listeners. We need more interaction. And uh, there's a lot of sports fans that that claim they uh, are the end all be all, know everything on on Twitter. And I've I've seen a few, seen a surprising amount of Oregon State fans come out of the out of the woods, um, trying to claim Oregon State is the superior team left in the Pac-12 and um yeah it's 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 pretty laughable if you want to see some pure comedy um what are we talking yeah. about wrestling wrestling baseball wrestling no, baseball no, they're no. good i mean they're good at baseball they're good at wrestling oh, but oh we we were talking about football but <laughs> it's, it's like i don't think they've won you know they won 10 games once in the last like 50 years so yep anyway uh yeah follow us on twitter yep definitely and that is at around the underscore 12 uh, and we actually have a Facebook too, around the 12 podcast. Not many people are on Facebook, but that's okay. We um, aren't as active on that one. I, I will say that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening, spending some, some good quality time with us. We, we love quality time with our listeners here at the around the 12, but um, yeah, if you guys have any comments, like Greg said, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we'll be more than happy to go back and forth with you guys. Um, yeah thanks for thanks for listening thanks for spending time with us we thank you we love you goodbye <laughs>